An idea has just been born. No one has seen it yet. It's tiny, but with the potential to change everything. Every new idea is precious in this way, sometimes fragile or half-baked. Its worth might not be immediately obvious. To survive, we must protect their little sparks. There it goes. Good luck, little guy. So many ideas like this are never realized. They could have been so much more than a line in an email or a mumble on a video call. When ideas are explored on Miro, the visual collaboration whiteboard, they're seen by the whole team in real time. Thoughts come to life and grow through team collaboration. Miro is a space where all ideas are taken seriously, and seriously good ideas come together in unexpected ways. Join over 30 million people collaborating at Miro.com. M-I-R-O.com. One of the most beautiful holes I've seen in my life. What are some of the other most beautiful holes you've seen in your life? <laughs> what kind of holes are we talking, huh? Are we talking golf? Or are we... <laughs> <laughs> what is going on everybody this is card drinks podcast episode nine we are back for another week of card drinks podcast um not flying solo this week we actually have jake back in the uh virtual studio here uh we'll throw it over to him how's it going i'm doing great i feel great i'm ready to be back i just uh actually just slammed some uh some of sobeck's uh Chicken Shack, 16 and Van Dyke, shout out, Sobex Chicken Shack. Uh, I'm fueled up and I'm ready to go. It feels good to be back. Sorry for my hiatus again. I know I posted a reel, but it's still not the same. So I'm happy to be back and I'm happy we're doing this. Yeah, thanks for showing up, huh? Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Better late than never, huh? That's what I like to say. Oh, man. So we got Jake, myself, and then young Max. Not sure uh, where he's at, but he did just come back from Europe to uh, from tomorrow Tomorrowland, so he's probably getting a nice snooze in. It's been a bit of a jet lag, uh, but we got a lot of topics to cover, a lot of things to talk about here. Uh, we'll recap um, down at the Rocket Mortgage when I was down there on Friday, and maybe a little bit of the whole tournament overall. Uh, Jake just got back from a trip up north, playing a few courses up there near Mount Pleasant. And then we have maybe a little bit of the live tour to talk about, and then the Wyndham Championship. Um, we also have, if Jake wants to say his piece about the match, it's all up to him. But you know, we kind of already went over that last week in in, in podcast number eight. So if you want to add something, yeah. go for it. But we can I we can start. We'll okay. get into that later. But I do have okay. a lot to say. Not surprised. <laughs> All right, so let's kick it in then. Let, I want everybody to uh, hear about your experience at the Rocket Mortgage Classic because I want to hear it too. We haven't really talked about it. I know you had uh, some great passes. You were able to get some good hookups. Let's uh, give us the lowdown. I want to see what it was like. When you first said that, it sounded like you were being a smart ass. Oh, like me asking about the Rocket Mortgage Classic? <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, let's hear about your Rocket Mortgage Classic. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah, actually, fans, I don't really care about his trip, but I know you guys want to hear about it. So, yeah, I'm going to act friendly and cordial. So, yeah, Brad, tell us how your trip was. Hey, listen. 
Smart ass. Trip, but yeah, we did go down to uh, Detroit Golf Club, like I said, and uh, went down there with a friend of ours, Brandon, uh, works with young Max and myself. Friday afternoon or Friday morning, we went down there and spent most of the day. Actually got hooked up with tickets. Uh, we kind of waited for, we kind of, we waited later in the week to buy some tickets just to see if the prices would go down. And then I saw, which is this was a kind of a crazy uh, situation. We saw, well, I saw a post on Metro Detroit golfers that um, someone was giving away tickets for each day of the uh, the tournament. So I saw the post about an hour after it was posted. There's all these people commenting, all these momos commenting. And I said, there's no way. There's absolutely no way there's tickets available still. But you know what? I took a shot in the dark. And sure as shit, there were passes available from uh, this girl that was on there. So we, so I, I, I asked her, I was just like, by chance, do you have any tickets? She said, yeah, what do you need? I have the grounds passes or I have the lending tree lounge passes which was the lounge was like it had some seats a couple bars um concessions and then private they called them private restrooms but it was just a separate section of porta johns so it it still was nice (laughs) um so we get i was you know shot in the dark i said well do you have any of the can you spare any of the lending tree lounge passes she goes oh yeah no problem Uh, i'll just need your email and I just, you know, I was like, wait, is this, are you serious? So I sent her my email and about a minute later I check and I get not only two passes for the lounge, she sends a parking pass for Wayne State. So I got hooked up. And I will say one thing too is I, I looked up or when I messaged her, I saw her picture and, it, and she was, it was a picture of her and some other some other girls, and they were in Cleary University attire, which is where I attended school for two years. So you know, I subtly snuck that in there. You know, I said, "Hey, side note, I went to Cleary too. It's you know, small world." So uh, she said she threw in the parking pass just because of the connection. So that was pretty sweet, and that was unexpected. But we actually we actually ended up going for free to Rocket Mortgage, and we had a we had a good time. You know what blows my mind? So you're honest to God truth. She threw in all that stuff just off of knowing that you guys went to the same college. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a very small school. I don't know her personally, but I mean, it's it's definitely oh, that's, growing. That's why I think it's awesome though, because you got all that free stuff. You get to go down to see a PGA event, which is uh, cool in itself already. But then you get we. I think we'll all agree. Parking's half the battle when you go to any kind of sporting event. You get a parking pass, you get a lending tree pass. You got hooked up, dude. Yeah, it was legit. It was a good time, and it was probably the the best day, the best weather that I've ever, like maybe ever experienced on a golf course. Like 80s, a little breeze, sunny all day, and then we had the seats, which were covered pretty much, and you could kind of walk around that lounge. It was behind the 16th green, so we had. I mean, we sat there for a little bit. We were front row watching guys come in on the 16th green. And then we also walked the front nine a little bit uh, when we got there and got to see a few guys tee off on, I think, number three. Like, we walked back to see, like, Cantley and Ricky and and there's a few others that – a few other bigger names that we went to go see tee off. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was legit. We got hooked up, and like I said, couldn't ask for any better weather. And a, honestly, a better day it was. We both took the day off and didn't have to work. Got away from the computer for a minute, which was nice. I gotta ask then, how was the course? What did the course look like? I've never been there. I mean, I'm sure our fans probably have. There's probably a group that have and a group that haven't. But I've always wanted to see how it was because I was looking at the scorecard. Some of these guys had outrageous scores. So, in your opinion, the condition of the course and how tough it was, what did you think? Yeah, so, I mean, for these guys, it, it's obviously not a crazy difficult course. They The winner was, what, 20, 26 under, 23 under, something like that. Fino. Shout out so, to I mean, Fino. So... So, I mean, a lot of shorter holes and there's not much of like elevation or tricky shots, I guess you could say. And honestly, to me, it looked like just a not a not a like a municipal course, but like obviously it was kept up. But it still looked like just like a basic, honestly, like a basic golf course, just the the. You know, it's not, I didn't think it was anything too crazy, too special, but I mean, good, good for them for getting a PGA event there. Well, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. And I hope they can keep it going forever because, well, we don't have anything over here besides what the LPGA plays over at what the Midland country club, but that's all the way up Midland by Bay city. Um, yeah. I went to one tournament when I was younger, years, years, years ago at, uh, what do you call it? Oakland Hills, but we have nothing right now. So the fact that they signed on this deal, because what does it run through? It runs, isn't it in like 2026? They still have the deal going? Um, it's I don't know when. It's probably in a few years. But they are bringing some PGA stuff back to Oakland Hills. It's not for like five years, though. They announced it recently. I will say so, that I said this, but it's a little coincidental that uh, that place burns down right before we get the big PGA <laughs> coming up. I mean, it's, like five years, it's five years away. Insurance should cover all that. So <laughs> that's just me, though. That's just me. They were able to save all the memorabilia. That's all I care about. So, um, no, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. I've never been there. I was wondering how it was. And what do you think we would shoot there? Oh, man, I don't Probably our usual scores, if not, maybe a little higher. Because, I mean, there's not much, like, water or anything or like huge dog legs like that um number five the par three was kind of tricky you had to hit if you weren't on the green you'd be down like this huge hill but i the one thing or two i I heard was they actually like rerouted the holes if that makes sense so like they have i don't know if they have like three separate like nine hole courses or what but there's more than 18 holes there and someone told me that uh, they some of the holes like weren't actually the number holes that they typically are. So like I, I can't remember exactly, but like number number ten wasn't actually number ten. It's a different number. Like if me and you went to go play, so specifically for the PGA, they like rerouted the whole course to I don't know, make it different or more challenging or whatever. Which I thought was kind of interesting, but no kidding. That's uh, that's interesting to me. I can't even wrap my head around structuring that and rerouting everything like that. That's got to be a that's got to be a weird process. 
If you had to pick, though, no, you're the only one out of the whole group that's been to two PGA events this year. If you had to pick between your two favorite, is it the Rocket Mortgage Classic or is it the one at Memorial? Oh, uh, Memorial was, I think it was way nicer. The course was way better. Like, I don't know if it was better, but it was just, I think it was, I don't know, maybe it was better. But what's the word I'm looking for? It was just longer and, I don't know. I guess nicer is a Jack Nicholas course, so it stood out more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't just like I don't know, just a flat course, I guess. Yeah, that was one thing I wanted to ask you because I I thought that I mean I'm still jealous that I didn't get to go this weekend, but obviously I was gone on a trip. I wanted to see, like, I haven't been to a PGA event since like the early 2000s, so I would have thought it would have been sweet. And that's why I was wondering how the course was, because I actually have a buddy who shot a hole in one there last year. Um, he actually got passes through some other guys that he knows, and they played the same week leading up to the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So the grandstand and everything was set up, but they were still letting people play. He had a hole in one there. It's only a hole in one he's ever hit. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything. Anybody can hit a hole one one at any any point in time in their life but i was thinking like for a pga player how tough is the course so knowing that the memorial it was that much tougher i kind of had an idea you were going to say that but i wanted to see what the you know what the true thought was on all that yeah i mean there was there was one ace i think this weekend um but i mean it it's i think just getting a hole in one is hard you know just in and of itself so I don't know. I don't know if you can necessarily gauge a toughness of a course by how many hole in ones there are. But well, yeah, no, hundred percent. I'm definitely not one to argue that either. Um, I'm usually about double bogey golf, but we'll see how I feel. Uh, <laughs> I am, I am gonna say one thing. So I posted a reel last week after I missed the podcast. Again, I'm sorry to everyone, and a huge shout out to Brad again for for carrying the weight. Great podcast. Listen to the whole thing. Thought I did a great job, but my reel, my picks came up. I told everyone to pick Tony Fino, and I know I couldn't do it for the cart drinks pool, but I said Tony Fino in the reel for a separate pool. I want to know who else picked Tony Fino based on my pick. I was so excited when I saw I won. Told you I got a gut feeling. I've been killing it all year. I want to see what everyone else thinks because I don't know if it's luck. I don't know what it is. I think I'm going to start investing in racehorses next because I don't know what's going on, but it's happening. It's happening. So I want to I want to see who everybody else thought. If you good comment after this, we're going to post it. But I want to see who else picked Tony Finau for the weekend after we did all that because I don't know what else to do. I, either I get rid of this crystal ball or I keep it. I don't know. It's really heavy, though. So we'll see what everyone else says. Yeah, we would have picked the, uh, the, the co-favorite of the tournament, by the way. Just a side note. Does it, what am I supposed to pick? A long shot every single time? Sometimes you just go with a gut feeling. I don't care if he's a cold favorite. Cold favorite for a reason. Let's go. Shout out Tony Fino. No, just Maybe. an observation. Congrats, though. <laughs> Making Jake look like a genius. Making Jake look like a genius. I love it. My real pick for the car drinks pool was Zach Johnson. But Brad, Brad beat the brakes off me this week. He picked Max Homa. So, but yeah. Congratulations, oh. Tony Finau. Thanks for proving that I might have something going on up here. And uh, <laughs> let's see what the fans think because it's uh, 
it's picking season. It's money winning season. And I've picked quite a few winners this year. I'm not bragging, but yes, I am at the same time. I'm excited. Yeah, well, unfortunately, we only have, what, two tournaments left to do picks, technically, this season. What are we at now? Because, what, I won. Well, I'm just saying it's there's only the Wyndham, and then there's the FedEx. Up. That's it. Everyone bet your life savings on the next two matches off my picks. <laughs> That's just a joke. If you have a gambling problem, call the gambling hotline. But, yes, we're going in. We're swinging hard the next two tournaments. We're going Wyndham. And then I don't even know what's after that at this point, but I'm fired up. I'm fired up. I picked another winner. Speak, speaking of being fired up, we want to want to do a quick overview of your trip up north. We're still still yeah. coming from that one. Oh yeah, uh, mo- Monday Monday was rough, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, your boy probably could have used an IV or two to be honest. But yeah, so I went up uh, went up to Mount Pleasant for a good friend of mine, uh, his bachelor party. So shout out John Hills. He's uh, he, he's uh, he, he's officially married, but they had to postpone everything due to COVID. So we did the bachelor party this weekend. And then we ended up uh, scheduling, well, he ended up scheduling the w- wedding for the end of August. So went up there for that, had a great time, played three separate courses. I'm going to sound like a dumbass, but I can only remember two of them. I can't remember what the third one was. I played Eagles Glen and bucks run the only the other reason i can't remember the other one because it didn't stick out to me so my favorite course from the weekend was bucks run beautiful course great condition greens were in great condition eagle Glen was in great condition but bucks run just beat it very glad i got to go spent a lot of time in the casino um probably a little too much time there was a point where i was up 300 dollars, but of course i got a I gotta blow that, huh? I gotta. I can never just say no. So that went down the toilet. But yeah, I got to play some good golf, hang out with some good people. Saw the Zach Brown Band concert on Saturday at the Swing Eagle Casino. Great show, unbelievable show. And it was just, uh, it was a good weekend full of golf, drinks, and laughs. So yeah, that's where I was this weekend. Did you say at Soaring Eagle? Yep, at Soaring Eagle. Oh, and well, I stayed at Soaring Eagle Water Park. So oh. it was a, about a five-minute shuttle ride on a bus that was way too overfilled with people and did not smell very good. It smelled like puke. It was not a good bus to ride. And I thought maybe, like, hey, it's just this one bus. No, the next one smelled like a, a hearse, like it was going to a funeral. I don't know what's going on in those things. we got to clean those things out maybe. But, uh, yeah, we were right there. It was about a five-minute ride back and forth. Are those courses, like their own separate thing or are they affiliated with something as far as i know they're all separate they're not nothing's affiliated was um it, it was bucks run fortress oh yes yes sorry the fortress i don't know why i couldn't remember that all weekend so wait the what fortress. were the three bucks run the fortress and what else eagle glen okay they never so got the up Fort- there yet the fortress was great um and I'm not knocking any of them. It's just Bucks Run was my favorite. Fortress was great. I I mean, I didn't play the best golf the first two days, I'll be honest. So that probably has a little bit to do with my decision because the last day I was lights out. But Fortress, nice course. Not super difficult, but also not easy. I mean, if you're playing a slice like I do, 
You better pack a few extra sleeves. Um, Not every round, though. Yeah, shout out Maple Lane. A lot of my balls have been left there, too. Um, but no, all jokes aside, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a nice course. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a bachelor party, so we were... We're, we're taking a few shots here and there, doing things like that. So we we were having a good time. Um, second day was Eagle Glen, which actually I'm glad now that I thought about it. Eagle Glen has one of the most beautiful holes I've ever seen. It's I want to say it was num- hole number four or five. It's an elevated tee box, not super elevated. The hole's just downhill, but it's the the fairway's covered by pines on each side. It almost looks like a scene out of Augusta. I absolutely loved it. One of the most beautiful holes I've seen in my life. I hit an absolutely beautiful slice off the tee box and went right into the pine trees. Never saw it ever again, but you know what? It was all about the the sights. Beautiful course. Um, And then we finished that one up. That was a little bit of a hefty day because then we had to go back and get ready. Saw Zach Brown Band incredible show little side note i know we don't talk about concerts but if you can get out and see zach brown band fantastic show me and brad actually brad how many times have we seen them now uh we saw them twice years ago america park um <laughs> america yeah and then pine up we weren't even 21 yet when we saw them or you were i wasn't and then we got lucky because that bar served me yeah that was awesome Sweating my ass off, asking for a beer, like, oh my God, <laughs> and then they didn't do it. Like, oh my God! Everybody, everybody's like, like very happy for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's happy for. Oh my gosh! Oh my God, Jake, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy they did not ID. I was like, yeah, me too. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, unbelievable show. Well worth it. Glad we got to do that, and then. <laughs> a little too much time in the casino, but but it was a good time. It was a good time. And then um so the last day we played Bucks Run. Pull up. I had no business being there. My head was making that mm, noise in your ears. You're not right. It sounds like there's a there's a moth or a mosquito constantly flying around in your head, you know, like when you fall asleep and there's that fly left in the room. All I hear is, that's what my head sounded like. Equilibrium was a little off. Um, pull up, get ready to go. I had to brush my teeth in the parking lot because I was late. And um, getting all set up, whatever. So this is my favorite round. So I got paired with two other guys that golf like me. They're a little more relaxed. All the other guys are competing. I'm, you know, I'm there to have a good time. And I'm setting up with my cart, not out of nowhere. The guy I'm golfing with. He's six foot five, two hundred and sixty-five pounds. He's wearing knickers, long socks, a paperboy hat, like dressed like old Tom Morris. <laughs> Comes flying up, looks like looks like the nineteen uh, twenty Silver Surfer because they had like these hoverboard golf carts there. And all here's and it comes flying up on this, peeling out. They don't have brakes, so they had to ghost ride him a few times. Um, they both got on him, and there was just something in me that was like, you know what? There's not a chance in hell I'm riding a hoverboard all day today with the way I'm feeling. So I took a golf cart, ended up shooting lights out because we were just having a good time. It was relaxed. Let's just say those hoverboards might have been crashed more than once or twice. Um, but it was a great final round. Shout out Bucks Run. 
got my first bucket hat ever there. I'm wearing it right now. It was uh, it was a great course. I would definitely go back, and it's it's worth it's worthwhile and it's worth the money in my opinion. If you're gonna take a trip, a bachelor trip, no matter what, beautiful course, beautiful greens, fairways in good condition. I highly recommend it. Very nice. Uh, I'll go back to one thing. You said that you said Eagles Glen. That that was it. That what hole was it on Eagles Glen? Uh, the one with the pines, right? Yeah, I can't remember if it was like hole four or five. And it's not necessarily an elevated tee box. The hole is just downhill a little bit, but it looks just like Augusta. Like you got pines just covering both sides of the fairway. It's literally one of the most beautiful holes I've seen in my life. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, you did say one of the most beautiful holes you've ever seen in your life. What are some of the other most beautiful holes you've seen in your life? <laughs> are we talking golf? or are we? I don't know. Answer the question. I don't, beautiful holes I've seen in my life. Um, <laughs> I just got put on the spot. Good thing. I, good. Good thing I'm not married. <laughs> I'd have a lot of explaining to do right now. See, we could edit that part out, but I wanted to ask that. Like, no, so don't edit that. The other, so, so, what are some of the other your other most favorite most favorite holes? No, don't don't edit that out. That's gonna become a sound bite. We're gonna clip that and that's gonna become a sound bite. Um other oh, beautiful <laughs> There was one hole I played. I'll throw another hole out there. So I was at this truck stop in Indiana one time and I walked into the bathroom store. <laughs> <laughs> It was a hole in the okay, wall. Go on. And yeah, it was interesting. One of the coolest holes I've ever seen. Boy, did I, boy, was I in for a surprise. <laughs> um, no, uh, there's a course in Lansing and I can't remember what it's called. I'm actually glad you brought it up. I played it years and years ago before I was actually kind of into golf. They had, it was, what's the, what's the Island green? Is that TPC Sawgrass? Yeah, I think so. In Florida. They had it. It's an exact duplicate of that green. Mm. Unbelievable hole. Beautiful hole. Um, but yeah, I'm going to throw it back at you. What's the most beautiful hole you've seen? Well, if I'm being honest, I mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most beautiful hole I've seen. I would say. I don't know the numbers exactly, but I think the there's a handful of holes up in. Uh, up, up at up at treetops and Gaylord. Yeah, there's a lot of so, holes up there. I went to a bachelor party there a couple of years ago. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of holes up in Gaylord. Uh, talking about the par three, there's like most of those holes are actually sweet, and then right on. There, there's a couple. <laughs> I don't know. There's a couple on the other courses that are nice too. So. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Shout out Anthony Archangeli. That's where he did his bachelor party about four or five years ago. It was a crazy, crazy time. Good time. Yeah, Lots I mean, I, w- I will say probably the out of all the courses or resorts that I've played so far, I Treetops is the top of the list for me. That place is nuts. <clears throat> I still haven't played there. 
I thought you just said you went to a bachelor party there. Not the treetops. No, we didn't play at treetops. Oh, we didn't even play. Jake. We just went to Gaylord. Jake. No, you got to play. Treetops is, I don't know. They just do it right. Great, great courses. The par three is the best par three you'll ever play in your life, I think. You know, fun fact for you. I didn't, you know, Lee Trevino hit a hole in one there. Yeah, there's a plaque on one of the holes where it says, like, where you hit it from. It's like in bricks. They made like yeah, a brick he, thing. He played, like the inaugural event or something, and then he had a hole in one when he was there. Yeah, it's sweet. I mean, if you haven't been up there, I'd recommend going up. It's a, it's great. I mean, they have like three other reg, three like regular courses. I can't think of the name right now. It's like Premier, Fazio Premier and a couple other ones, but Fazio. Yeah. Oh, an Italian course. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> saying that as you pay for your round oh so you'll be playing the Fazio today oh <laughs> the, fa- the Fajul course I like that the pasta Fajul course <laughs> Jeez. it's really called the Fazio yeah it's uh is it Tom Fazio the guy the golfer Mary de Blasio or the <laughs> no Fazio All right, well, that's sweet. Nice, nice trip up north. Love to hear it. Yeah, yeah always no, a nice time. It was great. No, it was great. Again, I know I ramble. That's something I'm guilty of. I'm sure all the fans will agree. But yeah, it was a great time. We did it. Hashtag room number three fifty eight at the Soaring Eagle uh, Water Park. We uh, we got the party going too, so it was a good time. Me and my buddy Mario got to it's share me, Mario, with, uh, the Bachelor and. One of our other buddies on the other side. And we started like a hallway hotel party. I don't know how to describe it. Um, so we're just screwing around one day. And this is just a side note. I'll let it go after this. But we were like, let's do something good in here. And I was like, all right, let's do the NFL combine. Like as a joke. But then we filled up this hotel room with people doing the shuttle run, the 15-yard dash. We're doing vertical long or uh, standing long jump, vertical leap. It was a great weekend, man. I wish I wish I wish I could show people because it sounds stupid to people, but it's like something you would see out of a Will Ferrell movie, like Frank the Tank. You get the whole room going, you get other people going in on it. It was great. The great time. Mount Pleasant. I left my heart in Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Shit. Alright, if you find Jake's heart, please return it to him. This is Sterling Heights. Thanks. Oh um, yeah, cool. <laughs> So all this talk, man, it's getting me, getting me excited for the loon. Can't wait. That's our yeah, right in the corner. Our, our our annual golf trip. We'll uh, heading up to the loon this year. We talked about it before, but we'll tease it again. We're gonna try to do something something special for that one, if possible. Maybe do a podcast from the loon with all all the boys, all the guys up there. Um, the workout try to work out a few things but it'll be it'll be a good weekend or actually a long weekend starting wednesday night at the cabin excuse me matt matt and andy's cabin um yeah more to come on that just uh stay tuned um what do you want to go on what's up well i was gonna say no i'm excited i'm glad you brought it up i mean i know we still got a little bit of time but for everybody out there, I know most of our fans are golfers. 
you, you know that one week in a year when you have with your boys, or maybe it's a couple weekends a year where you guys go up north or whatever you go, and you just let loose and golf, have fun with your friends, maybe you gamble, maybe you drink, maybe you tell stories, maybe you yell at each other, who knows? It's one of the best weekends of the year. So that's that. That's how we feel about it. That's how we treat it. So I know exactly what Brad's talking about, and we can't wait to bring you guys some footage from it. We're talking about doing a live podcast from there. So hopefully, uh, it's something we can get done soon. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. You wanna wanna move on? What do you wanna do? Do you wanna give your two cents about the match, or we can go? I don't know. Next one. What do you wanna do? Yeah, fine. I'll make a public service announcement. Yeah, actually, might you might as well. I mean, <clears throat> you just gotta say what you know. Say what needs to be said. So, I'll let you All go, right, folks. We know the story. Me and Brad made a bet about two, three weeks ago. We called it the match. Brad gave me a five-stroke lead. Um, if I won, he had to wash my car in an American flag speedo in a coconut bra. And if he won, I just had to buy him a bottle of tequila. Well, I felt really bad because he was out of tequila, so I uh, I took it easy on him, and I lost on purpose. Gave up a five-stroke lead on purpose because who really gives up a five-stroke lead on accident? So did that. I let my fans down. Not gonna lie, disappointed in myself. Just a rough day. It's one of those days where you're like, what the hell happened? And that's what it was. So. Brad's got a new bottle of tequila coming his way. There was a lot of shots that didn't fall my way, might I say. But there's going to be a rematch. I can guarantee it. And I'm not going to back down from it. We're doing it again. It sounds like me and him might get out this weekend. So maybe we'll do the match again. Um, but as of right now, Brad is up one. And he's got a new bottle of tequila coming his way. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um trying to make excuses though i don't i don't understand it G- giving away those strokes okay well i just want i wanted to be fun for you <laughs> <laughs> no Brad, uh, take my ass. i'm gonna be honest we're just gonna talk about it i'm gonna be humble in defeat i wasn't on my a game the slice was in full effect i couldn't correct my drive and it just didn't matter and it got in my own head and you know I'm gonna take it, take it on the chin. And um, but there's gonna be a match number two. It's not over with. I'm not done. I'm gonna always challenge Brad, but we're gonna make it more and more public. He's got a new bottle of tequila coming his way, and we're gonna see what I get next because uh, there's gotta be a prize for the winner on the next one. So he beat so me fair and square. Sorry to all the fans, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back full force. So. Uh... Well, let me guess. You're gonna need ten strokes this time, or what? What? What are you gonna? What are you gonna want now? No, let's call it. We'll call it four. We'll cut a stroke off. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll cut a full, stroke off. We'll do a full eighteen, huh? We'll do a full eighteen. You really want to be miserable for eighteen holes, though? It's the real question. Well, I'm not gonna be miserable. Because once uh, I lose the strokes, I'm just gonna start drinking more and then relax. relax. I don't think you had much fun the last time, but. No, I had a great time. Actually, you know what? I had a great time. I'm coming back, dude. I'm telling you. You got me. Whatever. It's fair. Pretty sure the one hole you tossed, you tossed your club. Well, that was, that was after. Technically, it was over, but you chucked your club across the fairway. 
It slipped. I'm sweating like grease monkeys out there. It was hot and humid. What do you want me to do? What do you have to say for Joey beating you? Uh-huh. Okay, that's fucking bullshit. And now you're going to fire me up. Because that's you beating me is one thing. But him beating me? Him Here we beating go. Me, Here we go. Saddle up. Saddle in. Buckle in. That's how you know I had a bad fucking day. Get your popcorn ready. He, Extra butter. Oh, don't even start with me. If he beats me, that's how you know I had a bad day. I beat him by almost 10 strokes every time we play. I had a bad day. I'll admit it. But don't for one second start getting in his head. Because if I have to hear one more time, oh, I beat you, I beat you. Oh, bullshit, you beat me. You had a day. Enjoy it while it lasts. I'm taking his ass out on Saturday, too. They're going to call me the Grim Reaper. Because it's going down. I never lose to him. I beat him by 10 strokes. He didn't actually beat me. He got lucky. All right? Everyone has a day. He had a day that day. Respect. But he's not better than me. That's not over with. Brad, I'll give Brad his props. Brad's better than me. But I, I, did, call, I, did, I did call this one, by the way. I said you wouldn't be as mad as... You're not as mad for me beating you as you are mad as... Mad at Joey for beating you the way he did. Oh, 100%. I'm just saying. I'll agree with that 100%. I mean, obviously, I don't want to lose to you either. My goal is to always beat you, but we end up having a good time anyway. But him? He tried to tell me one time he beat me because he had three other people and scrambled against just me. So that's when I get mad. (laughs) And they played maybe three of his shots the whole day. He's like, I beat you, I beat you. No, I'm full of shit. No, I'm going to come back, a little tune-up round on Saturday, me and Joey, and then I'm going to play probably play Brad on Sunday. And I'm coming out full force. I'm coming out full force. It's uh, it's coming on heavy. Brad's gonna get his anyeho. We're gonna have a day. We're <laughs> gonna get young day. Max out too. Actually, we do. Shout out young Max. I'm sure he's probably sleeping. Sleep good. Get that jet lag out of your system because we're gonna need you this weekend. It's a golf weekend. Cart drinks is back. Coach Brad's retired, and we gotta go this weekend. We're going nuts. <laughs> we're coming. We're coming and we're taking over. Where's the scorecard? I I'm curious. I don't know. Do I have it or did you? Have, no, you took it, didn't you? No, Joe. Joe. Uh, Joey took it. I told oh, him to hang on the fridge. It's up to him. I don't, actually, I don't think he hung it on the fridge. He probably put it. I, I still got my 82 hung on the fridge, and his isn't above oh, mine. Put it in the wrong hands, huh? Actually, you know what? Time out. Without a scorecard, is there really any proof? Did Brad beat me? Uh, I think there's archive of the scorecard picture somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure Joey has that thing locked up in a safe somewhere. <laughs> you're going to be on your deathbed and he's going to be like, oh, remember, Jake, I love you. Remember when I beat you in golf that one day? You're going to come back like, God damn it. I'm going to be doing that thing where I'm holding both your hands like, you know, guys, I know it's my time, but. Wouldn't want it to be with anybody else. And then Joey's going to be like, hey, Jake, remember that time? I just wanted to show you this. I saved it. I found it the other day. I'm like, fuck you, Joey. I know you're going to be giggling, too. So I'm going to be like, you know, fuck you, Brad. Bullshit. I'll see if they'll even let me out. Put me on a ventilator. Take me to the course. We'll play. Doing that, do like that smirk. Like... <laughs> on my like deathbed, and you're smirking. Like... <laughs> Me, me, me on the other side of the damn, damn, that's crazy, huh? You do it, yeah. You know what? It's crazy. I remember that card now that I see it. I remember it. I've been doing that finger. 
I swear to God, if you guys did that, I really would. I would, you know, give me a ventilator, <laughs> give me an IV drip. We're going out to the course right now. I'm going out. I'm going out with my boots on. I'm not stopping. I'm not giving up. Good for you. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't make any excuses, really. Um, but it's kind of yeah. Don't, I had bad shots. We'll I had bad shots. I'll take that. He got me. He got me. He had yeah, a day, and I didn't. So yeah. So did Joey. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Joey did not have a day. I played well. I think probably the best I've seen him play. Dude, his driver was on. I don't know what yeah, yeah, that he, is. He he was piping. He was humming that day. As much as I talk shit, I will say this about the both of you guys. I don't know how you guys hit your drivers so far so easy. And as much as I want to fight it, I can't fight it anymore. I just got to club up and play with you guys to be smart. I don't get it. I don't know what I have to do. I might do a cycle of steroids. I've thought about it. I've talked to young Max about it. I wasn't going to tell you guys because I was just going to do steroids and show up like Mark McGuire on the tee box. But I don't know how you guys do it naturally because it drives me nuts. You know, I will say it's it's pretty it's just God given. I don't, I don't know what else you want to tell you. All right, Domingo Ayala. Kidding me? What do you, what do you say? It's, it's God given. It's God given. It's God given. If you uh, channel some of that Clydesdale power you got, maybe you can actually hit one far. Oh, you think I have Clydesdale power? Yeah, no, a real Logan Ryan on the golf course. Shout out Logan Ryan. I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> Hope he's doing well. We had basketball uh, class with him in college. We all kind of took a screw-off class in college. So short little story. Me and Brad went to college together. We played baseball together in college. That's how we became friends. Um, And one year to fill up our credits, we took a class called basketball class. So literally the class is teaching you how to play basketball. So the issue with that is so, so the people that take the class are people that are either on the basketball team or former college players that are in college and they're taking this for credits because they need it. We took it because we thought it was a fuck off class, which was not true at all. So we take this class, it's like awesome, like four or five other baseball guys. Shout out Chad Cook, one of our good friends. He was in that class too. And I'm not even joking. We got in there thinking like we're athletes. We play we play baseball, basketball be easy. These guys are crossing us up. It looked like white men can't jump. We were getting crossed up. Everyone was dunking on us. We couldn't do anything. But there was this one cat one kid that we played with named Logan Ryan. Massive kid. I'm six four. He probably had another two inches on me. But he was just built like an oak tree. We used to call him a Clydesdale horse because he would take the ball and try and drive into the lane. And if you got in front of him, Oh, he'd knock the hair off your head if he hit you. He hit you that hard. Full body, everything. Remember, he used to do that flail, too, where he would throw both his arms up and then, like, shoot it at the same time. <laughs> he'd drive the lane and it'd just clear out. <laughs> Everybody would just run. We'll just, we'll just put it this way. So the baseball team would get paired up. They do... Uh, <laughs> they do three versus three, <laughs> two baskets and you're out. 
the baseball team would be in for every bit of 45 seconds before we were kicked out and the other teams would play for like, for like two, two to three minutes. <laughs> All of us getting crossed up, yelling at each other, cover them, cover them, getting pissed at each other because we can't win. I was like, yep, we're out of our element here. We're out of our element here. That was that was actually really fun. Half the time they just let us sit out because we'd have like morning workouts before. Yeah, great guy. I can't. I know his name was Hank, but I can't remember what his last name was. No idea. He was a he was a good baseball player too, I guess. Yeah, I think he used to coach at the school. God, man, that was isn't that crazy. It was that long ago. Yeah, that's nuts. But what are you going to do? Reminisce. Oh, all right. Well, we got the the first inaugural match completed. Uh, absolute ass-kicking by me. Um, Crazy. Jake already said his piece. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I won. Excuses, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Joey beat him. I won. Kicked his ass. So, yeah, we'll move on to the uh, the next one. Match number two, we'll play a full 18. Probably do like a mid, uh, I don't know, late morning. And uh, get ready to go. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll give it a fair shot. Uh, he wants to give me a stroke back, so I'll, t- I mean, I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take giving, uh, giving Mr. Jake a uh, four-stroke lead through 18. I think it might be a mistake, but, you know, we'll just see. He still have to play the games, to play the golf. So that might be a saving grace. Take take a chance. Columbus did. That's what I always say. It worked out for him, didn't it? Let's just say if you want a big payday, I would put my money on Jake. <laughs> well, actually, no. If you want a big payday for not a lot of money, put your money on Jake. But if yeah, you want to make go. some money, if you want to make some money, I'll be the black not... horse. <laughs> the black horse. Isn't it? No one. Yeah, right. No, the black sheep. The dark, the dark oh, horse. The dark. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. God. You know what I meant. One too many card drinks. What the hell? The Still, black horse. The black horse. Why is it dark black? Whatever. It's the same thing. You know what I meant. You know what the gist of what I meant. Like I meant the darker uh, horse. What do you? You know what I'm talking about. They know what I'm talking about. Yeah, basically what I'm trying to say is, if you want to make any money whatsoever, uh, you can throw down some money on me, and we'll win together. Let's go in. Let's uh, let's conspire. And uh, if you want to yeah. win, though, if you want to win big, and you're tired of playing small, hold on, Jake. We're gonna start a poll this week. We're gonna do it because we're probably gonna play Sunday. So hold on, Jake. Vote for Jake as a vote for a win. If you want to parlay, parlay me winning by five strokes. That's with with the handicap Jake has. So technically, what it would be nine winning by nine strokes straight up. Anyway, you could parlay me winning, beating Jake by five with his handicap. You'll win even more money. All right, you know what? Before I forget, too, i got to give another compliment to Brad because when we played that match, it was the best I've ever seen Brad hit the ball between driver and irons, which does not benefit me the least because uh, there's no room for error then. 
So he can't do that every single time, though. I've golfed with Brad a lot, and I love him to death. But push comes to shove, I don't know if he can do that every round. So just just keep that in mind. I'm a big I'm a big betting on how you feel, what you feel. It's not it's not numbers game. So just keep that in mind. Well, I think it is a numbers game actually because we're playing more holes and I'm giving you less strokes. So you kind of already handcuffed yourself. Yeah, what are you going to do? That's life. Eh, that is life. It's like Frank said. That's life. One of my favorite songs of all time, by the way. That's what all the people say. It is a good one. I'll give you that. <laughs> all right, well, look out for that uh, match number two. Maybe this weekend, I don't know. Maybe get out and uh, you know, Paisan around the golf course a little bit. It's just a nice, easy round, but I don't know. Either way, I'll be ready. I don't know if Jake will be ready. I'll be ready. All right. All right, here we go. You want to get into the live next? Do you want to touch on the live? Or? I, I mean, I think the live is uh, something that's kind of, I mean, at this point, it's turning into a big headline even more. So what do you want to do? You want to jump in on the live or you want to go straight to the window? I don't really care. I don't really, I don't have much, like, you know more about the live than I do. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I just want to touch on a few things just to see what people think. So live obviously made some big decisions this week, and this isn't even a political standpoint. They decided to play on Trump's golf course and uh, the PGA boycotted Trump. So in my opinion, that's the live making a statement to the PGA of, Hey, if you're going to turn down these people with big money, we're just going to keep going after them more. And the PGA is kind of caught, flat-footed as far as money goes because of these oil barons and how much money they have. Trump was there. You had all these celebrities there. They did the tournament, everything else. Country Club Adjacent was there, which I'm a big fan of. They're the gentlemen that talk shit to people on tee boxes and film it and try and get people to back off. The only reason I bring up Trump and all that other stuff is because I think that it's starting to show that they're getting more, they're starting to get more pull. So my question to you, Brad, is based on all that, do you think we're going to start getting TV coverage out of this? I think it might get picked up by some networks eventually. I mean, if you got, I'll go back. I mean, to the Rocket Mortgage, you had like, you okay, you, three big names, and you had a handful of other guys that you probably heard of, and then the rest of the field was like, I, I didn't hear of like at least half the half the guys that I saw golf. Which, for the Rocket Mortgage, you don't get that big of a draw anyway. However, there's still, I think last year there was a few bigger names, a few more bigger names than this year. But, I mean, you got, I mean, the best, the best golfers golfing with the Live Tour now. So I think eventually someone will pick it up a network i think i mean it just as it goes on they just keep growing and getting bigger They're obviously just throwing all all this money at them which seems to be the the key to everything these days just money 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 so i think they'll get some tv eventually i mean i didn't, haven't really watched any of it but i think regardless i don't even think they need the tv money to be honest with how much they're paying these people 
Well, this is where, so this, this is what I think. So, like, last year, you got to think about the Rocket Mortgage Classic. You had people like Bryson DeChambeau. As much as he, I mean, he's a good golfer. He hasn't won a ton of tournaments yet. I mean, he's won he's won a significant amount, but he's still not. He's not at Tiger Woods level. He's not at Phil Mickelson level. He's not at Bubba Watson level. But you had people like him, Bubba Watson. Yeah, I think you had Ricky Fowler last year, Jason Day last year. Um, there was a few other guys. I can't go down the whole list. I'll talk everyone to bed. But those guys are slowly starting to sift away from these smaller tournaments. And, yeah, they're still going for the bigger ones like the majors and other things like that. But how long do we see before they're just going to get away from it completely? Because, I mean, you're doing all this. You're getting all this big drawing. Now, we don't have TV coverage yet. But from the footage I've seen, these live tournaments are packed. They're packed. Like, they got crowds there. They're playing music. People are getting loud. They're getting excited. Which, I mean, I like the PGA the way it is, but the more that you do that, the more that you're going to appeal to more of the common man. And for me, it's the same thing like football or basketball or baseball. You have people that don't know shit about football, don't know shit about baseball, don't know shit about basketball, but they'll damn well take tickets to go to a game because they're playing music. It's exciting. It's this, it's that, and all they know is, hey, I'm here for the Tigers, or hey, I'm here for the Pistons, or hey, I'm here for the Red Wings. They don't know anybody on the team, but they're there because it's an event to be at. Part of me, in my opinion, has a feeling that the live is heading that way when they're getting these draws like this, and they're kind of spitting it back in the PGA's face. Now, one thing I wanted to touch on was Davis Love the third was hinting at boycotting the PGA if these live players are allowed to come back and play, which they've already been allowed to come back and play. So in my opinion, and I want to see what you thought, if they're doing that, like they're the PGAs, they're kind of going through the ringer right now because you're getting hit from every angle of people are leaving. Now you got David Faraday leaving. Now you got Charles Barkley signing with live Bubba Watson just left, but which any, anyway, I'm fine with that. Bye bye Bubba. But um, not a big fan of Bubba over here. He's a real asshole. But the other, all these other guys, you got all these big names going. Um, in my opinion, the PGA is kind of losing a lot of ground to stand on. And if you were smart, if you were a, uh, a station like TBS, TNT, True TV, even ESPN, why don't you pick up the live tour because it's only going up from here in my opinion now at this point and i know i had different opinions and i'll admit that in the beginning but you're just starting to see the growth and that's why i wanted to see what you thought because if these guys are talking about boycotting the pga if these live guys are allowed back the pga is stuck they're stuck between a rock and a hard place now i, I haven't kept up much in the live i'll be honest but i mean i just see all these guys signing and now it's like it's not even big names in golf that are going over. Like you said, it's, it's like Charles Barkley is signing on with them and they're just, I mean, they're obviously growing. They're just getting big names and everything. So I don't know. I mean, at first, when it first all came out and they were talking about it, you know, months ago, I thought it was going to be one of those things where it'd be like, Oh, okay. Like, like they're making an attempt to take down the big, the big guys and the PGA, but now with it looking at it today it's like oh man they're actually serious and they have a shot of 
I guess, change, changing the landscape of professional golf. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, the PGA is going to be pressured into making a decision here and saying, listen, Dustin Johnson, I'll pay you $200 million to come back. We want you back because guys are going to start seeing that you were able to do that, and they're going to start leaving here. I saw the other day that they offered Tiger Woods seven to eight hundred million just to leave the PGA. Seven to eight hundred yeah. million. That's nuts. Like, how do you how do you turn that down? Which I I mean, Tiger Woods, I'll give credit. He's one of the greatest golfers of all time, if not the greatest. But like, if you have that much money to throw around, what do you do at this point? Because besides TV coverage, how can you compete with them? Because Who's to say Tony Finau is not going to get an offer this week now? He's just won two tournaments in a row. Hey, Tony, we'll give you $100 million. Why don't you come over here? We'll give you $100 million up front just to come play here. Like, who's going to say that's not going to happen? And these guys just bring in more and more and more and more and more. I think the only thing left at this point, and I'm going to call it right now, and I know I called it before, I think there's going to be a merger. And I don't know how it's going to go, but I think it's coming. It is, I think it's possible. I, there is, well, there's, um, how was I going to say? Oh, the, uh, I think it is possible. They have, again, it's, they have all this money and then even the guy, even the former PGA players, they can still come back and play like Augusta or like the open. So I, from i mean what you hear about what you read that's like that's what they care about like they want to play in those big tournaments and then you know the whatever else they play in just take the most money they can get it's like they used on the pga you have to actually win or be in the top you know the, the be at the top at the end of the tournament to make something but now they're just getting money they're getting money to be on the live tour and then money to, you know, if they actually win, they're getting more money. So what, you know, it's just a money thing. I don't know. I, that's just what it seems to me. And I think they don't care. They're golfing and making a lot of money, which I mean, that's a dream. (laughs) (laughs) I wish, I wish it was that easy, huh? Yeah, give it a try, I guess. I don't know. Well, everyone's even like, even Pat Perez, like everyone's talking shit about him, but like, he's somebody that's, that I've always respected. They're talking, making memes and jokes about him online, Pat Perez being 12 over for the last three tournaments, but still making $4 million. Like, can you blame somebody for doing that? No, I'd love to do that. It's not that I agree with it. Don't get me wrong. I still want the PGA to be the PGA, but. If you can't compete with the new dog in town, you're going to get swallowed up. And I think that's what's happening with the live. And we're going to have to see what happens because the only stronghold that the PGA has right now is one, the the length of their career, the prestigiousness and all their loyal fans. But besides that, you really just have TV coverage. And it's the same thing as the NFL and the USFL back in the day, not this new USFL. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But that's why you saw a merger back then was because they couldn't get the TV coverage. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but 
I just think that if you're paying people like Pat Perez to shoot 12 fucking over, and he's still going to make a couple million in a couple weeks, I mean, I'd be rich by now too. Well, I'd be I'd be fine with just taking the ability to shoot 12 over as my worst score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Not to dive too deep in it into it, but once I saw that that quote by Davis Love stating that he's already talked to other PGA veterans and they're talking about boycotting the PGA. I mean, I'm whatever, but like by you threatening the PGA, I'm just looking at edit from neutral ground the pga is getting threatened and now get boycotted by other people if they don't let these other guys back in to do tournaments what do you do if you're the pga that's where that's where i'm at like you i mean you got to figure it out quick because if you start getting boycotted by these other guys you can say bye-bye to your fan base because no matter what tournament it is nobody pays attention to the corn fairy nobody pays attention to say the windham nobody really cares about that the Barbasol, shit like that, when you don't really have that many big names, which is fine. My utmost respect to all those guys that do compete in those. You're not going to get the drawing that you always do when you do have those big names. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it keeps unfolding and playing out. I'll I'll keep you as the uh, live correspondent because I, I like I said I don't really know I haven't kept much up on it. Part of it too, part of it is because it's not even on TV, so like I just don't even think about it. So maybe you're right. I think that's the only thing that's separating them from everyone else, which I I'm gonna call it right now, and I want to see what everybody's thoughts are. I think the live has TV coverage within the next three months. I think they're going to sign a huge TV deal within the next three months. All right, heard it here first. Next three months, live on TV. Called it. All right, I want to wrap it up with the uh, the Wyndham. Back to the PGA, the Wyndham Championship. Yep. What are you thinking? Um. So we can do picks. Uh, just the the course is what Sedgefield, which is in North Carolina. Yep, Green Greenboro. Yep, North Carolina, and it is. I don't know if if you're familiar with it, it's it's the Donald Ross design, so it's kind of like. Pretty sure it's one of those courses where like you have to. You have to have like really good accuracy and like they're. I almost want to say like the bunkers are placed like, the bunkers are designed to be like right, where most drives land, so you have to kind of like avoid them or hit over them strategic course yeah yeah exactly so that's the course it's a par 70 um accuracy accuracy off the tee is is one of the things they're talking about so um you got a pick in mind for this one yeah i'm gonna do my uh my car trains pick of the week is gonna be harris english he, I know he's not somebody that's won a ton, but in my opinion, he's always been somebody that's always kind of been a contender, uh, even over the last year. So, actually, kind of a fan of his. So, I'm gonna pick Harris English. I have an idea. I just have a thought in mind that it's a good chance he can go off on this course. So, I'm gonna go Harris English. I think for this one, I mean, it's not. They don't even have the 
like the actual or the the field for this one isn't even that big either. It's like Zalatoris and Sung Jam and Billy Horschel might be like the top guys. I don't know if Finau's playing or not, but I don't think um, he is. I looked it up. I don't think he's playing this week. You got Shane Lowry, Sung JM, yeah, Will Lowry, Zalatoris, Webb Simpson, Billy Horschel, Siwoo Kim. Yeah, I'm gonna pick uh, Russell Henley. I think last year he was runner-up, and yeah, I mean, honestly, just kind of going based off that, just taking a shot. I mean, that's who I, that's who we, Max and I submitted for. Sorry, young Max and I submitted for the uh, for our golf pools. Russell Henley. We were we're pretty much out of it, but hopefully taking the long shot, making up some money. Takes us into the last tournament, which is St. Jude. So uh, we have Harris English for Jake's pick, and then my pick, and I guess we'll call it Young Max's pick as well as Russell Henley for the Wyndham, second to last tournament of the year. And then we're on to the the, the FedEx uh, St. Jude. Um, anything else you got to wrap this thing up? I mean, no, honestly. Like besides our picks, everything else, uh, if I had to make a pick outside of our card drinks pool, I would say Billy Horschel. But my pick for the card drinks pool is Harris English. Billy Horschel otherwise, if you can do that, just trust me. I've been hot lately. Let's do it. Let's see what we can make happen. Um, I want to give a shout out to all our fans because we're we're creeping up onto 100 followers now. And the Race to 100 is still on. We have merchandise we want to give out. We want to let everyone know, please comment on the next post that we make. I'll tag everybody that's already followed us. We'll do all that. But we're trying to get to 100 followers. We're right there. So please, please do it for us. We're trying to give away this merch. Um, we've already sold a lot of it, but we want to do the free giveaway while we can. So if you could, please, please, uh, please comment, tell us what you like, and then uh, give us any any feedback. We appreciate it very much. We want to give this stuff away before we sell the rest of it. So thank you again. But I mean, that's what I have. Unless you want to riff on something else, I'm ready to riff. No, I think that's that's all I got for now. Um, yeah, we'll get Young Max back next week, hopefully, and then he can maybe just go over his his little trip out to uh, Europe or uh, wherever the hell he was, Amsterdam, Ibiza. <laughs> Pretty sure Max took a pill in Ibiza. He's a little bit, <laughs> little bit late today. So. A little sleepy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, he had a, I'm sure he had a good time from what I've heard from him. So hopefully we can get him on and and he can take us back to uh, Europe. But that's all I got. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up uh, for us here today. We want to thank everyone for downloading the podcast, listening, going to the Instagram page, checking out everything else. Once again, we do have some new content coming. We're still at the race to 100. Please follow. Tell your friends. YouTube page is started. We're going to get that growing. Again, everyone, keep it going. Thanks for listening. We're so grateful. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.